This is Shannon. And this is Kamani. And welcome to Trick with Blurts. And I'm not feeling amazing. But we have a great episode for you all today. And we're kind of excited for it. Um, it's been a quiet week. Yeah, it's been a slow news week. There's nothing. Uh, interesting things. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about this story I had read earlier. Like, I guess it wasn't really out there. But you know, like, how McDonald's have, like, the Monopoly pieces. That's like, yeah. So they said that there was this guy who was, like, stealing these pieces for, like, him and his friends for, like, 12 years. (laughs) (laughs) And they won the prizes every year for those 12 years. Wait, so he was stealing them from McDonald's? He was, like, he he worked in some type of warehouse or some shit. Like, he was, like, I think he was, like, a police (laughs) officer, some shit like that. He was, like, he was something. And, like, he switched it out and took the ones and gave it to his friends and family. Wow. How'd they years. find out? Oh, I forgot. I forgot. See, I forgot to make the note on the story. That's what I wanted to uh, write down. Oh, I'm going to have to look this up. I was Wait. like, for real? 12, 12 years? years? I said, no one in my ass hasn't been winning nothing. Shit. You going to look it up? Mon- yeah, I'm looking it up. McDonald's Monopoly scandal. McDonald's gave away... <laughs> 15 random people, $1 million after an ex-con yep. rigged a chain Monopoly's giveaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, However, many customers may not have realized they missed out on another chance to be a millionaire in the aftermath of the scam. The story of how former police officer, police officer, uh, yep. Jerry Jacobson, mastermind a scheme to the fraud McDonald's out of more than $24 million. Yes. What? And I'm like, no wonder. Like, it's like nobody wins this shit. Nobody. Oh, now you see. Oh my gosh. Now you see that nobody wins that shit because of that guy. Jacobson's network won almost every prize in the Monopoly game for 12 years Mm -hmm. until the scheme began to fall apart after the FBI received the tip in 2000. 2001, more than 50 people were convicted of mail fraud and conspiracy in connection with the Monopoly scheme. McDonald's was not implicated in the scheme, but it pleaded it would hold a new giveaway to return money claimed by Jacobson's network to customers who had tried to win the Monopoly giveaway fair and square. Two weeks after the Attorney General revealed the game had been rigged, the chain gave away $10 million to 55 random customers. Oh my god! Damn, who was in the circle? I'd be pissed as hell at that person. Right? That li- Someone was probably... You need to tell me. I couldn't win nothing. No, but like, who? I, if I was him, I'd be pissed at the person that told. Right? Like, we had something good. Like, but honestly, the federal government would have realized hopefully sooner. Um, Excuse me, guys. I'm just getting some chips. Why is... No. Ugh. You know the magazine Bon Appetit? Uh, it's like a food magazine. I just got an email from them. The Jamaican condiment makes everything better. Leave that food alone. I'm telling you, they got a hold of an avocado. They know how to act. They're cutting themselves. Mm-hmm. Leave our food alone. They have like a Jamaican sauce up here. No. Talking about jerk chicken. Rum, no. Leave our food alone. Leave it alone. Just, I mean, years ago, they stole seasoning and herbs, so now discover in 2018 how to fucking use it. Right. <laughs> like, isn't that why y'all called as the world to, like... Ugh. Anyways, how has your week been, otherwise? I've been cool. Um, that guy started on Monday. How was that? I've been, I've been wanting to act. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Has <laughs> this been, like, hilarious? Just, like, the first day he comes in. Like, one, we all call each other, like, on our first name, like, mm-hmm. first name basis. We don't go by sir, ma'am, or, you know, ask for lunchtime, ask to go to the bathroom. I'm oh like, this God. is not <laughs> elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> we are all grown in here. If you want to take your ass to get some damn food, you go get it. If you got to go pee, you go do it. You don't have to ask for these things. How old is he? I think he's, like, 22, 23. Aww. I'm like, <laughs> it's like a baby. But oh my god. I think he was driving my coworker crazy. Cause like he kept like asking I told him to ask questions like if he didn't understand something. But he asked like a lot of questions. It's probably his first job. It's not. Really? That's the thing. He like interned in like two different like accounting firms and like stuff like that. So like 
Where's he from? Uh, I mean, like, from, like... Is he from the area? Uh, yeah, that's somewhere north. Okay. But, um... I don't know. The only, like, information I know, I, like, outside of his resume was that he was born in Germany. He's white? Hmm? He's white? No, he's black, but, um... I'll say he's, like, a military baby? Yeah. So, <laughs> that's the only thing I really know about him. He's still, like, a mystery to me. Mm. But, like, he's... I feel like he tries tries to be a little too perfect, but like we're all kind of laid back and cool, and we're not really tense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, hopefully he like catches on to everything. Cause uh, can't do the work all by myself now. Yeah. Um, my week has been. I can't. I can't. Ex- for reasons. For professional purposes. I cannot describe what what has happened this week yet. Mm -hmm. When, for the faithful listeners, you'll know when I describe it in the future. (laughs) So, just remember this. This was something that happened, but I'll I'll talk about it later. In other news, Mm -hmm. this week has, like, it's been quiet, but there have been a few things. Um, First, there was this dude that was walking around New York. He goes by Frederick Joseph on Twitter for at Fred T. Joseph. He was walking around New York with a Caucasian shirt, not like imitating the Washington Redskins shirt. Mm-hmm. And of course, white people had a problem. It just literally had a white man that said Caucasians under it. Um, just to read some of his tweets, last week I decided to wear this shirt. I figured it can catch some by surprise, but I didn't expect people to be as trash as they were. The shirt is a play on the Washington Redskins logo to demonstrate how people look wearing apparel with a logo that is blatantly racially charged and disrespectful. The shirt doesn't have any rude language or slurs such as crackers or honkies, but that didn't matter. Uh, He left one place after doing an interview. A white guy walking by mistook the shirt for an actual team shirt and yelled, Go Skins! I said, said, Nah, he then saw my shirt and yelled, Asshole! (laughs) <laughs> next an older white lady stopped me in the street and said why would you wear that it's disrespectful so i asked Brandon her Redskins is very disrespectful but so hey. so i asked her if she would have had said the same thing if it was an actual team shirt or another team using disrespectful branding she said no because that's the logo the what? third person or rather people was a group of white guys across the street and one pointed at me I can see from the corner of my eye that two of them were seemingly trying to come across the street and have a word with me. I wish they would have, but that's neither here nor there. As I walked through Manhattan, people looked at me, rolled their eyes, pointed, made snide comments, etc. But I've never seen white people do the same when people are wearing redskins apparel, which is actually racist versus the word Caucasians and a white man logo. Basically, I was being shamed as a black person for wearing a non-disrespectful shirt with a white person logo on it. But people wearing apparel and jerseys with logos depicting things such as Native Americans and calling them Redskins. Woo, child, the hypocrisy and privilege. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes on and gone. And he talks about how he he's selling the shirts, but he also cautions people that he's a large black man. So, like, no one's really, like, crazy white men. But, like, yeah. no, it's not not like if you're a smaller person or like a woman trying to wear like they would actually do violence but like that reaction like literally it says caucasian they they just don't see how ass backwards it could be they don't they be thinking they beyond this is like what happens when societies cater to you though like Mm -hmm. you don't see anything you do as wrong literally and even if you're ignorant of what you're doing or how you might come off sidebar Mm -hmm. Even if you're ignorant of how you come off on something, mm-hmm. it's because of society has allowed you to do that. So you don't see like, oh, for, why is a Caucasian shirt, a shirt with a man that says Caucasian triggering you? Huh? Like right. that makes no sense. But then <laughs> like, you say like Redskins is fine. No. And that's more offensive. Literally, that's that is really offensive. So like, come on, guys. Um... Yeah. We should have asked that question. So, what is offensive about my shirt? They don't know. They don't. They're just angry. They, like, they. I guess they get the joke, or they get what it's trying to do, and they don't like that because you know the what. Some white people don't even know that Redskins is offensive. Like they don't. Or just like. They don't know. 
There's so much they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I had posted a story on my Facebook. Um, I'm not sure if it's true, but I believe it's true. Let me find it. I don't know if you have sold on my page. Oh, God. I hate when my phone does that. You want to read it? Like, out loud for me? (laughs) It's not long. Meet camera. Oh, this one? Yes. Okay, this has also happened this week, too. Meet Cameron Terrell, 18-year-old wealthy white male who left his million-dollar neighborhood and $2 million home to join a crip gang in South L.A. <laughs> he drove himself and two other gang members in his father's luxury Mercedes-Benz to a rival gang territory to do a drive-by. After spotting a young black man, male, Justin Holmes, standing outside, Cameron and his two new gang buddies decided to kill him. Cameron is not in jail, um, like the other two young black males who committed this crime with him. Cameron was acquitted because they said he was just fascinated with gang life he read books on gang life and wanted to see what it was all about. So I guess the young black male that he helped kill was just a casualty of his research. Y'all better wake the fuck up. Yes. Because I saw, like, you see the picture. I did get away with anything. Like, literally. Anything. That one was like, wow. This is like affluenza on steroids. Remember the, <laughs> that guy that drove over, like, hit someone and he was like, oh, I'm, he can't. He doesn't understand because he's wealthy, so he never had to deal with being poor. Alright. Y'all need to stop. Like, we all just don't want to be held accountable accountable for nothing. And neither y'all y'all don't even want to learn. Shit, neither. Right. Mm-hmm. So, there was that. That was wild. Mm-hmm. Also this week, in child support and <laughs> spousal support, What's his name? Blake Griffin? Mm-mm. Dwayne. No, wait. Yeah, Blake Griffin, too. Blake. Oh, yeah? Well, not for I spousal. Think had, I think he Child had to support. Pay. Yeah. He had to pay a lot, too. Yeah. Um, I think it was 287000 a month in child support. Oh, uh, let me get the exact number. He has to pay. It's kind of similar to, what, 258000 258000 A month. That's a house. Oh, That's bigger than my house budget. That's more than I pre-qualified for. I can pay off for. my student loans. I can get a new car. And then the next month, I'll get the house. <laughs> <laughs> the next month, I'll go shopping. Like <laughs> In three months, you set. Three months is all I need. Okay. So, yeah, he has to pay that. But Dwayne Martin, y'all know who he is, right? Uh, some Some people probably not know. He was, he was married to Tisha Campbell Martin from My Wife and Kids from Martin. It's funny that she was in the show called Martin. Uh-huh. Her last name's Martin. But... I, like, I don't know how to feel about it, though. I'm like, huh? But then look at, like, Jesse Williams' wife. I mean... He, she requested... Sp- so some people were saying that online, like, oh, well, equal rights means equal this, too. But supposedly he was going after her money anyways, even from before that. So this is what I'm like, I don't know what to really say about that. Yeah, I don't know this story. He's like, <laughs> you know, my throat itchy. But like they were saying, like, she was the one that was making most of the money. And that like, he kind of stayed home with the kids. Mm-hmm. So... That's kind of why he's trying to do this. It's kind of interesting to see, like, the reversal of it. Because mm-hmm. you normally only hear about, like, the woman asking for spouses. Well, actually, Mary J. Blige's husband. Or yeah, but he's just ridiculous. He was wild. What did he do again? Uh, he cheated on her and did all much I thought shit. he was the one that made Mary happy. <laughs> I'll say not anymore. <laughs> no, but like that's when the breakthrough came out. She had just got married to him, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, she's happy now, and like nothing, then just fine, and all this like dancing, happy, and then now this, she's gonna be like back to mm-hmm. mid ninety, like nineties. I mean, but she's gonna be good though. No, she's good. She's older. She's wider. 
I mean, she still makes music, and she have a set of fans. So she'll, right, so she'll be she'll, she'll regardless. Have, yeah, she'll be okay. Yeah, it's not like other people. Mm-hmm. Um, also, did you see this show called Catfish Trolls? No, is that the I, thing with Charlemagne on it? Yeah. No, but I wanted to see that episode. It was looking on. Uh, it was hilarious. Oh my god! Oh my I god! I to see that. Did you see the like clip tonight? I just see the wheelchair. <laughs> Hey, so, so it's pretty funny. Um, I'm gonna try to find it, oh like because so there's it's basically like catfish. I've never watched the episode of Catfish. By really? You. No. Oh my god. Um, I have a few favorite episodes from Catfish. No. He drifted in the wheelchair. So. I can't. I can't. I have to watch that episode when I go home. But then, like, apparently, so Cam Yonce is Nikki, a Nikki fan, and he got famous by, like, talking about how much he loves Nikki, whatever. And Rolling Ray is a little Cam fan. So, he that's where the trolling kind of starts. Yeah, that's what my face said. Hold up. <laughs> the trolling kind of starts there, and then it gets really. It's. A lot of stuff is said. Uh, I have my favorite, but when after like you watch it, I'll tell you who my favorite is. Yeah, if you can guess who's my favorite, you're like, but you like villains, so do I, what? <laughs> I do like villains, but there has to be a specific type of villain. Yeah, okay. um, I don't have a proper backstory yet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to go into the topic? Since we, uh, since that's kind of related to what happened, okay. Um, or, or do you have anything else to add? Uh, the only thing I had left on the list was the Madden. Oh yeah. Stuff. But uh, do you want to like expand on that? Because like I've seen it, but I don't like know all the full details of it. Me neither. Uh, I just because what is it? Madden nineteen nineteen. Yeah, Madden. Okay, so EA Sports, who's in charge of Madden. Like, bitch, every boy, well, every man, like, oh, man, whatever. They were charged, and they actually did it, with removing um, references to Colin Kaepernick names from the YG song Big Bank, um, which Big Sean says in his verse, feed me to the wolves, now I lead the pack and shit. Your, bro- your boys all cap, I'm more like Colin Kaepernick. So they removed that, they picked that song, mm-hmm. and they removed Colin Kaepernick's name. For a football thing, right? So, obviously, it set everybody off. Like, mm-hmm. what? Big Sean put him on blast. Like, I just seen it. I just, just seen it, like, this morning. Right. And, like, like, but, like, it shows that there is collusion mm-hmm. in the NFL. And, like, there was a tweet I shared this morning. Uh, and it has, like, what's that dog name from Doug? Whatever. He, when he was listening to the music. Oh, sure. Whatever. The dog's listening to music. And it's, like, Cal- Kaepernick's lawyers playing Madden listening for deleted Colin Kaepernick references for their collusion <laughs> lawsuit. And that's true. And I, didn't, I didn't understand, like, what that was about until I just saw the story. I'm like, oh, that's what that meme is about. Yeah. Because, like, they're, they removed his name. And that's, like, mm-hmm. very obvious. So... Best of luck to Kaepernick in his collusion lawsuit. You are getting more fuel by the day because these white men can't keep themselves from making fools of themselves. They really can't. It's like every day, like, mm-hmm. and then like they're. Pl- I'm really interested in seeing what the players are going to do this year because you literally have owners say like, "Y'all basically my slaves, mm-hmm. and y'all better stand, and y'all gonna be on the field, y'all gonna play some football for America, and all of that." You know, imagine if a whole team was to say. And sit it out. But this is the problem. Do you know how tremendous? And if both teams did it, what? This is why. But like we we said this in that episode of season two, 
about sports and politics and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because if they, ha- if all the black people had in the NFL had decided when Kaepernick made this and that people were starting to punish him that they were going to stand for something, they would have still kept all their endorsements, kept their jobs. There would have been no interruption. Kaepernick would still have a job mm-hmm. because it was all about solidarity. There was this. Did you see this? And like, it's kind of like an interesting video. That kind of illustrates it. People are like, this is what black people need to be like. There was this video of this factory. They fired two of the Mexican workers, and the rest of them got up and left. Uh, it just, it, no, like I said, I've really been out this week. I'm like, not gonna. I'll, I'll I'll show you later. But mm-hmm. like, they fired two of them, and the rest of them were out. Huh. And like the 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 guy shows it. He's like a black guy. And he's like, wow, like, oh, this is wow, this is what black people need to be doing. And then, like, two seconds later, it's empty. Everything shut down. That's that could have been the NFL. But that's what we really need to do, though. Right. Like, we all have to come together, not just one person, and then we cheer him on. Like, oh, no. Because he we, needs to eat. We, exactly. Like, who's paying his bills? He better have some good investments or something or savings. Because he literally, because he's like the sacrificial lamb, and then everyone's like, yeah, Kaepernick. Oh, da da da! Yeah, but then, but like, not getting up and doing it, and people still, I know, like, I am a, like, I don't know, I'm a big football fan. I was, I ha- mm-hmm. like for me, I had to stop because of like what I represented, and that's like one of the problematic things that you just can't. I know you can't do it. You it's kind of like because it's blatant and obvious, and it's right. just like really disrespectful now. So people were um, van. Not Van Jones, Van Latham from TMZ, the one that checked Kanye. Oh, yeah. He was telling people instead of spending $60 on the game, donate it to Kaepernick's Know Your Rights Camp, which he does Mm. for kids. And I'm like, that's a good idea. Yeah. Because honestly, how much does a football game change in a year? (laughs) Not at all. It's like you might get a few new players or lose some people. Yeah. It's not that drastic. People, you know, get hype about their team and stuff. You'll be fine. You could play the same one for years. The graphics know, might like, get a little I better. I just know that I'm going to be around people that still into it. So it's like, it's not that I personally would not turn on the TV to watch a game. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to, I know I'm going to be around right. people that are going to be watching it. So, I don't know. Hopefully some of these players They need to put their money with, they need to do, they, like, because... See, they no, don't one, want, no one wants to lose their bread and butter. But that, and this is what I was saying with the, uh, the uh, God, the new, not the new day, new day, with, with uh, Kofi Kingston. Baby. Yeah, it was new day, right? Yeah, with I think that's the Hulk name. Hogan. Yeah, with the Hulk Hogan situation, they're gonna just stay out his way, and hopefully, you know, Hulk Hogan changes. But at the end of the day, you're silencing yourself because this is something, like. You mean to tell me Hulk Hogan would say some shit like yes, she's out here fucking niggas like and it, why like she couldn't fuck a nigga that like eight feet tall eight feet tall playing football like this is what like That's how what you he, view us right. and you get to come back to your job right like I, I mean I know that's their bread and butter but damn like you gotta do something but like again I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. But if they had did it from the beginning instead of waiting for 45 to say something and then do a half-assed mm-hmm. one, I would have been so much... If they had did it, like, once Kaepernick was black, like, black ball... So, okay, the first year, it was his thing. It was mm-hmm. his protest. But, like, once y'all learned that he wasn't getting picked up by anybody and these mediocre white quarterbacks were, huh, and y'all did nothing, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And he's, I guess he's blackballed. Right. That's what he's even trying to do. Even from the damn video game? A song that's <laughs> not a, even... For a, lyrics? Like, a, a song that ain't even your song. For lyrics? Are you serious? Man, I mean, fuck out of here. I hope nobody buys that fucking game. You can only hope. You can only hope, but I wish people just would not buy that shit. Man, fuck them. But uh, let's get into the topic of today, and we're going to focus on hyper-masculinity. Did I say that right? Hyper-masculinity, yeah. Toxic masculinity, all that stuff. Yeah. And um, 
it's you, just do you want to introduce the clip that you sent me first or to kind of use it as an example uh nah, i think i'm gonna get to it i'm gonna get to it okay but like how would you define masculinity how? like what makes a man a man do you want my definition or you want like what is expected in society uh give me society first and then give me your take so society a man is aggressive strong confident leader um powerful like doesn't like take no shit from nobody mm-hmm. i feel like there's also different ones it's like like black societies like there's different types of masculinities obviously but i feel like those are like the like strong leader masculine mm-hmm. not weak um i don't know masculine like he looks a certain way or at least for us he like yeah. like looks like a man like he has rough hands i don't know <laughs> like rough hands that's like a thing for some jamaicans like oh your hands are too soft like stuff like that mm-hmm. like that shows that he's not feminine mm. or more womanly so basically he's supposed to be everything opposite of he's supposed to be a provider like mm. like works hard makes his money um takes care of his family that's a positive one that i think some others but like yeah Mm-hmm. That's what society expects of a man. What do you think, personally? Uh, I think take care of, like, being responsible, taking care of your family is mm-hmm. a good thing. Um, take, being a leader in your community, being attentive, listening, and being aware of your emotions and not mm-hmm. being afraid of them. Like, I think you're more... Oh, yeah, men can show emotions. That's what society expects. That's a really big oh, one. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 a, that's, that's a big, a big one, one for... Like, they can't show emotions. You can't cry, none of that. That's like... Like, the minute you cry, you're not a man. Mm-hmm. I think, on my side, I think, like, men should be able to use their emotions. They are human beings. Mm-hmm. Emotions are part of your natural... Like, you're born with them. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it's healthy. Um, yeah. Like, men are good... They're caring, they're loving, they're respectful to everyone, regardless of, like, their status. And they don't talk down to people, they treat people like equals. Mm. Um, lead, they're leaders, but they're leaders that listen as well. That's what I think a man should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I think, you know, when it comes to, like, society, what makes a man a man, you know, they must be this powerful strong being that you know cares for their family and um you know also it's it also when it comes down to looks that's also a big important thing too mm-hmm. i feel like like you know you must have like a chiseled chest right. you must be able to defend yourself you must uh have a little hair here and there you know can't but be smooth can't be too smooth can't be too soft like i feel like Gotta when it comes rugged. to like yeah like i feel like when it comes to a vision of a man it's like this big tall musky man or well, husky man with like the plaid shirt and that the axe to cut down the tree <laughs> like, <laughs> just really just big and just powerful and what what society does once like once they have like the idea of a man it's just like once they're not in that idea of a man they connect it to sexuality mm-hmm. and like a lot of people out here wouldn't consider a trans man a man mm-hmm. but they consider themselves a man so you call them a man but not in our society that stuff doesn't work um but you must just must be hard strong heterosexual right <laughs> like it's just no feelings I don't know about the respect part. Do you have like I don't feel like a man today have to have. That's respect. my. I think that's probably more on my side. Yeah, that's what you what you believe a man should have is respect. But I feel like when it comes to society, I don't think right. That's a requirement. Right. So um, yeah, I think that's what you know society thinks of it. What I think a man should be. I mean, I think a man should be able to provide and 
I feel like both sides should have some type of equalness to it. Um, yeah, like I don't mind a man showing emotions or getting in touch with the feminine side because I feel like all of us have that. Like I feel like I have a masculine side. I feel like some men I know have a, a feminine side, mm-hmm. but it's not. I'm not saying they're gay. Mm-hmm. It's just that that's what we have in us. Right. So um, yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's really interesting because I think a lot of our society, because we're in a patriarchal world. Mm-hmm. is determined by this notion of what a man is and how a man should act or function. And everything is, therefore, a result of that. Mm-hmm. So when you're not this very limited version of masculinity, like you said, everything else is gay or queer or mm-hmm. like a threat. And I'm just like why, like, why are y'all making that connection to sexuality? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, well, like when I'm like... It's like an insecurity thing. Well, because if you let's look at uh, like I don't know about white people, but like let's look at black people and like Mm -hmm. even like orange, like going to orange high, it was really obvious. It was like there was it was kind of like this masculinity test in Mm -hmm. weird ways. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if you remember like in sophomore year, I remember it clearly. There was this stupid ass thing of people asking like, "Oh, how do you look at your nails?" And apparently you weren't, as a guy, you weren't supposed to hold out your fingers like this and look at them. Because that's how girls do it. You're supposed to bend your fingers and look at them like this. What? So that's how, like, yeah. That's how ridiculous it was getting. So there's a whole bunch of this stuff about, like, how being a man you have to, like, do certain things. And it's like this, a lot of it I feel like is based in, like, homophobia. Like, some of it is like, oh, the gay men, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like trying to wean out the real men uh-huh. from the fake men i think you know i just you know spin stuff out i think because you know how the media like when it comes to like showing the gay community mm-hmm. to show a lot of feminine gay men right. and like once it comes to a man a man would say oh that's not being a man that's just right. being gay then that's why I, I can't speak too much about this but that's why like a lot of people I think I've heard in the gay community have hard times as well because mm-hmm. they have other ones like, oh, I want a man or like like mask for mask it was a thing. Mm-hmm. You ever heard about that? Um, and like, it also is stigmatizing the more feminine, feminine gay men as well mm-hmm. because of like that same kind of concept is passed on. Like, I want a man, man, not like mm-hmm. a man that quote unquote wants to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Um so it even like extends beyond just like cis hetero people. Mm-hmm. So it's like really, it, like, it gets so ridiculous. No, but like it, it. I think it's like thousands of years of people being told this is what you have to do. You have to be like a warrior. Like if and we kind of talked about this in the body episode. Like the men was the one that was leading the charge, or like having the most, like all this like wives and stuff. Mm-hmm. and like this is like so you have to protect her and all this stuff and like in modern society we'll need those things or we should be f- moving away from that mm-hmm. so any of the men like the men that aren't still imbo- am I making sense still embodying that kind of like warrior aesthetic or attitude uh, I understand I, where you're coming from it's kind of, I'm, I'm, it's like my thoughts are racing <laughs> I can't think of it I feel like it's just so many like different aspects you could like touch on Cause it's just like, why like if a man cries, that's gay. Like you can't cry. I was a, <laughs> so I was a crybaby growing up. Mm-hmm. I remember, it was always weird. I never understood it. Like, and I I will say like just my own upbringing was a little different mm-hmm. because I I never understood like gender norms Mm -hmm. until like i really went into public like to school because like my father cooked my mother cooked my father cleaned my mother cleaned Mm -hmm. i didn't like so at the base like that was my understanding that they were like equals there was probably other stuff going on that i wasn't aware of or whatever Mm -hmm. but like they were in my mind equal so when i started hearing people like oh that's not what men do or like Mm -hmm. or you need to get a plate or like you know the man's supposed to uh, go out and provide the woman's supposed to be at home right like you know that's just like a traditional house i guess a traditional 
Right. So Hassled. I, growing up, my father was the one that worked first. But then as soon as my mom could, she started working. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she always wanted to. She never really wanted to be, a, like, like a camp woman. Mm-hmm. Like, a stay-at-home mom like that. Because right. she worked for her degree to get it. Um, but mm-hmm. it is that kind of, a st- like, idea of how our society forces people into these gender norms. And that's, like, a different episode. So I don't want to speak too much about that. Mm-hmm. But... Gender norms this episode? I think so. Whatever we're gonna... I don't know. We could talk about it now. Uh, yeah, we could kind of, I guess, touch on that. Because, yeah, like, even still today, a lot of people... And it kind of... It, it's in a weird way. A lot of people still expect men to be providers, or they want their man to be a provider mm-hmm. for them. And, like, oh, I need my man to, like, bring... Like, it's... I don't know how to say it. I need him to bring home something to mm-hmm. me, and then I'll take care of the kids in a way. And there's never a conversation about like, oh, why can't he help to take care of the kids or something? I don't know. Am I mm-hmm. making sense? Um, I mean, I feel like there's this households that's like that, but they probably don't speak on it as okay. much. Because um, just just looking at, I guess, social media and stuff, it's just a whole bunch of. Oh yeah, I want my my husband to provide, but then also you see men out here saying they want their women to be providers as well. So like a partnership. Yeah, kind of like, like a partnership, me? like we do like equals and half and halves, and you know, there's still some you know woman out there that wants the man to do all, and there's mm-hmm. still men out there that don't mind doing it all. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that's just a new thing now. That's true. To uh, be more equal, and like. I mean that's what I try try for. Like I, I don't want to be just a provider. I want to. I want it to be equal. Mm-hmm. Like I do this and you do that. That's so, it. So how do we then? So we kind of talked about masculinity. So what is then hyper masculinity and toxic toxic masculinity? You mean being toxic? Yeah. What makes it toxic? Yeah. Um, I feel like. We take this being a man thing to the head sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, um, there, you know how there's some like men out here that like they want their woman to do this and that and this such because mm-hmm. they're the man mm-hmm. and the woman's supposed to do this. I think supposed that's where yeah. that I think that's where it becomes toxic. Right. So there's like the men that's like, oh, I need my my wife to cook clean. And work at the same time, and it's like, what do you do? Right. <laughs> right. I feel like that's where it gets a little bit bad. And also, like the violence and the aggression is like yeah. a big part of it. Like I just, I guess they want to control. I feel like some men feel like they can control women, mm-hmm. and just because they're a man, like they feel like they they the ones that should put their foot down, and they the ones that have the the bigger say so but i don't feel like that should be true (laughs) and i think there's a lot to be said about aggression and how men kind of perceive that they should be or Mm -hmm. they should act um i do want to so a few weeks ago shannon tagged me in like a post and it kind of talks about how the image of what men think Mm -hmm. that women want is different than the image of a woman really wants so it kind of had just as a, like, it's based on a tweet, and it kind of has an image of Hugh Jackman, one where he's, like, on the cover, cover of Muscle and Fitness, and one where he's on the cover of Good Housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Um, muscle and Fitness is geared towards other men to show them how they're insignificant and not as ripped and shredded and strong. <laughs> and Good Housekeeping is apparently geared towards more so with women. And so the, the person tweeted, men that think, bulky veiny muscly superheroes are sexualized for women and not for male power fantasy made by men for men have actually in real life never talked to women that or never actually listened to women go on ask women what their fictional crushes were you cowards and then people were saying like yeah i would much like we might like look at hugh jackman and like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. but like we would look at a hugh jackman that's more like a dad the 
dad like on the cover and think he's more attractive and more like that's more what you're attracted to mm-hmm. and i thought that was really interesting because when you tagged me in that that kind of triggered me because a <laughs> lot of my body insecurity issues stem from this notion of like oh i don't look manly enough mm-hmm. in like to fit into the world or people will always kind of take try to take advantage of me because i'm smaller on the smaller side mm-hmm. um and i'm not like a man so that's always been something that's interesting mm-hmm. although i've like never had to deal with the other concept concepts and like issues of like toxic masculinity and like oh i need to be like this and women are beneath me and all that other at least i don't think i try to mm-hmm. fight against that more cognizantly like in terms of body image i'm like that's what a man looks like still uh-huh. and that's what it was kind of like you that. can't i feel like we put so much so much expectations on each other like this is what I want my man to be. This is to be. This is what I want my woman to be. Like for example, like there's some people they want the uh, woman real skinny, you know, long hair, pretty skin. But it's just like we all come in different shapes mm-hmm. and sizes, and that's mm-hmm. the same with men. And you know, some men is a little bigger. Some men are a little smaller. Like, but it doesn't make the muscle of a man. Right. I do want to say like, and you so. As you all know, I do karate. <laughs> Shannon laughs because she knows we've talked about this. There is someone in like the program who, first of all, they're 6'5", like 220, 230 pounds. A big dude. Higher rank belt than me. Been doing this longer. But for the life of me, every time I've ever had to spar with him or practice with him, he takes it to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Like, acts like I'm some sort of a set like I'm, I'm I don't know how I made it out without like a bloody nose or a black eye um but like he takes it to the extreme like this is for real um I don't know if that's just lack of control because he hasn't he isn't as good as he thinks to be able to reel it back or control himself more mm-hmm. but I think more so it's kind of like a there's a thing with guys and probably I've seen it a lot in high school like the feel to dominate another man is like something that a lot of men kind of want. Does that make sense? So you want you want to feel more powerful than yeah. the next man. Yeah, like you want to show that you're the dom, like you're the alpha male. Mm-hmm. So in karate, it's kind of like that situation with him because obviously, me at five eleven, one hundred seventy five pounds, I'm not a threat <laughs> with my yellow belt, but. He kind of really wants to dominate and sh- like a lot of men want to like dominate and show that they're superior to other men because like you want to be the top of the food chain, you want to be the the head honcho. But so it's like, what does that really do? Like, it makes is, is it like a confidence booster? It's a confidence booster. It's society because if you think about it, society showing you all these greater men that have done this or that are stronger. Uh-huh. Th- like so, in toxic masculinity and an ego. It's kind of like mm-hmm. I need to be able to show that I'm not the bottom of the realm. That's why gay men and everything, like gay men are like below other men, mm-hmm. like cis, cis straight men, um, mm-hmm. because they're like, okay, they're automatically disqualified because they're not interested in getting all the women and all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? Or they're just at the bottom of the pool. Like, you know, trans men don't even, right? They're not, they don't even make the list for some of these people. Right. So that's so I say all that to say like karate. It's definitely for me very kind of obvious that it's something else. Like, dude, calm down. <laughs> like, it's not that serious. It's really not. But that's kind of like the part of toxic masculinity that really and hyper masculinity that really gets on my nerves because like this aggression, like mm-hmm. unnecessarily. Like, there's a difference between trying to make me better in karate mm-hmm. and like push me to be better than trying to like destroy me. <laughs> Right? Right. Um, and I think, yeah. I that mean, that's a lot. I want to like talk about that video with the um, with the baseball player. Do you want me to like play the the comments? Because even the comments that were being made by the caster, the newscasters, was really messed up. Really, but um, I think it was last week. Was it last week? The video like appeared on social media. It was last week. Or was it this week? What was it? It might have been last week, but I saw it this I, week. I don't remember, but it was either this week or last week. 
and it's a video of two baseball players. One is like laying in the other one's lap, and he's like rubbing his hair and comforting, like being like a comfort to him. Because supposedly the story is that he lost his mother during the game, and like the comments are so ridiculous. It's like, damn, like his he just lost his mother. Like, is he not supposed to cry? Is he not supposed to go to someone and find comfort or some type of like caring and love? Like, right. so I'm gonna play the clip because the comments that were made by the casters was really disrespectful to him. It's not playing, but basically, like if it was two females, one be it wouldn't have been a problem. No, but so they were saying because he's in between his leg, and the names are Ozzy Albies, Albies, and Ronald Acuna Jr. They're black. Mm-hmm. Um, More Dominican. Yeah, I think they're Dominican, probably. Yeah, but people were like making fun of them because they're like, oh. Even if my friend lost his mother, like, so apparently that wasn't the story, like, it wasn't the mother situation. Uh-huh. But even people were saying, like, even if I lost my mother, I wouldn't let a, be a no other, between any other man's lap or laying on his lap. But, like, even if you're, like, say if you're grieving or you're going through a hard time, that's the first thing you think about is being gay. So, let me. <laughs> I just. Massage there, a little scalp massage. <laughs> Best of friends, those two. Probably going, listen, I think I'm a little stressed right now. I need to find a way to relax. Come over here. But oh my god, wait, if you could pull up that video. Which one? The one I had tagged you in when uh there was having like some type of meeting and then the guy put his hand on his um shoulder. And he was like, excuse me, sir. Oh, <laughs> yes. I am a married man. <laughs> well, I said I got my life from that. <laughs> was that in uh, messages? Being touched. And that's another one. But that one was hilarious. He was like, I have a wife at home. <laughs> I don't swing that way. I'm like, bro. He only touched your shoulder, like that. But he he was also Republican, and that says something else. But it's like, just like he didn't even do anything. He didn't caress you. He didn't right? Even, not no advancement. He, like, he wasn't trying to do nothing. And then you like to see other people laughing because it's just like, bro, it's not that serious. But you're such a big man with a married wife. Like, just relax. Uh, you think you'll find it on Google? Yeah, just keep talking. I'll, I'll find it. Uh, okay. Oh, yep, that's it. Stop touching me all the time. <laughs> so, like, keep your hands to yourself. This Pennsylvania state legislator really doesn't like to be touched. And Republican Representative Daryl Metcalf made that clear to all his colleagues at a recent meeting. And, uh, Representative Bradford, yes. Just- I'm a heterosexual, I have a wife, I love my wife, I don't like men, as you might, but don't stop touching me all the time. (laughs) That is like... Do you hear the laughter? But that's how ridiculous it is. Like, it's that ridiculous. It's like you can't show no emotion, you can't look at someone a certain way, you can't breathe too hard on them, it's like... You can't can't eat bananas. Like, damn, man. (laughs) Can't go to brunch, that was one. Can't use umbrellas, can't eat popsicles. How you can't use an umbrella? I remember I saw that one, I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) Oh, have you... It was... That's just like the joke, that's like the joke with, um... So there's some men out here, this is real life. That do not wash their booty holes. Oh, yes. Oh. Like, how you not washing your ass? You wash everything but your ass. Your ass stink. Like, <laughs> like damn, did you wash your ass today? Like, that should have, that should never be a question. 
Oh my god. Uh, no, but like that's how it is. Like even going back to the example I used of high school mm-hmm. with the nail thing, I was like, do, what? Do some men see that as ridiculous? Like, and there's like there's straight men that go to the, the nail salon and get their nails done and put clear nail polish on it just to keep it clean, like, and keep it nice and shaped up. And mm-hmm. is that a problem? No. I know some people that do it. A running list of things straight men can't do because it'll make us gay. Eat whole bananas, eat popsicles, eat lollipops. And this is satirical from Very Smart Brothers. But these are legit things people have been said. Mm-hmm. Like, eat lollipops, eat kale, eat salads, do yoga, do intricate dances with women, do intricate dances with other men. Remember when Odell oh, just did... just do dance. <laughs> right? Remember when Odell did that with his friend and people were like, oh, they gay. Right. Um... <laughs> Um, dance generally have female friends that you are not interested in having sex with spend time with said female friends go to brunch that one was like I'm gonna go to brunch y'all are just gonna have too many female friends have too many male friends go to a movie maybe with a male friend or two go on a trip maybe with a male friend or two ride a bike eat pussy have anal sex with the woman have a woman do anything to anything within the general area of your ass while you having sex with her have gay friends <laughs> maybe not have gay friends but just not hate or felt threatened by gay men Wear jeans that fit too snug. Wear jeans that fit too loose. Be too fashionable. Exfoliate. <laughs> what? Have a regular skin regimen. Wipe your ass thoroughly after taking a shit. Watch a TV show or movie that's centered on the lives of women. You know how many people were said people were gay for watching Scandal? Men for was. Oh, really? It was kind of like implied. They were like, oh. Like, between the bed wench comments and everything, uh-huh. there was like a whole bunch of like, oh, I gotta watch that. Read novels, be an adult male virgin, be an adult male with maybe not as many sexual partners as you're supposed to have. Go to church, sing in church, just sing in general, unless it's Ger- a Gerald Levert song. Be too happy, be openly depressed, see a therapist, be a therapist, get a colonoscopy, get a prostate exam, that's one. Get married, <laughs> stay single and childless, cry, vocalize an experience or of experiencing pain. Love a man who is not your dad or like John Schaap. Wear colors that have arbitrarily been declared to be feminine colors. Don't wear pink, y'all. Drink fruity or too sweet alcoholic beverages. Not be into sports. Be too into sports. Be into the wrong sports. Be into the right sports, but don't play them manly enough. Wear short shorts. Wear shorts that sag. Shower in front of other men. Be scared to shower in front of other men. Have long hair. Date sleep with women with short hair. Suggest that men who commit crimes against women receive appropriate legal consequences. Drink water. That one was definitely satirical. But but that's literally how some people have acted. That's how... This is what some people actually believe. Like, even though it's supposed to be satire, some people really do believe it. No, seriously. Like, the popsicle one, the banana one that Wiz Khalifa was saying. Yeah, like, I, I, I listened to the interview, and it was just like... I was... It was really cringy. Because at the beginning, he was like, yeah, my favorite fruit, pause. I said, fruit <laughs> is gay? <laughs> fruit? Like, how is that? I can't even... I can't. I can understand the banana, but the fruit, like the word fruit, he said no homo. Yeah, that you was... No, he said pause. I'm like... It was... There, it's there, fruit. I do remember growing up, there were a lot of these kind of like masculinity checks. Mm-hmm. Because between like the ball, little ball checks where people would hit you in your balls mm-hmm. and see and see how you reacted, that was. Like, I mean, that's no. a reaction that I would probably get, and I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, don't but, touch that area. No, but apparently, if you didn't at, react hard enough, like roll around on the ground, like, oh my gosh, you were like, oh, you don't have balls, whatever. It's like we want like beat each other up to make sure we're men, like. right? <laughs> right. I remember one time I was in the summer program and we just got out of the pool and I was trying to like get dressed and leave. And this guy was like, don't look over here. Oh, you look over here. You gay. Literally. Just... Like no one even thinking about your ass. So it literally is like that. That's a problem. It's like you can't even fully live or express like different emotions because, hey, you might be called gay. And there's nothing wrong with being gay. It's right. just like, you're, if you're not gay, you're not gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But people, like, it's interesting to think of how women kind of perpetuate it in some respects. Because looking at, did you see the recent... Oh, but yeah, it's type, women, too. The, women, too. Like, oh, I don't want my man to be too feminine. Oh, I don't want my man to do this. I don't want my man to do that. I mean... 
Well, I was going to use the Kim K example. Did Kim you see K. this? Which, he was kind of messed up because he commented on her plastic. He said it was not for me in terms of Oh, what's her his name? Tyson Beckford. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, we know why it's not for you, sis. Because like, of the her rumors about her sexuality. Uh-huh. But even then, that implying that was a problem. Because you're yeah. basically trying to undermine him saying like he's not a real man anyways. Because whatever but like that's what some people do a lot of the times too mm-hmm. and i'll say i'll go on the record like i mean he said well her booty was lopsided or something which it was <laughs> in that picture it could be her walking but it didn't look right and we all know her ass is fake like it's not nothing new right. but i will i will admit like growing up that was literally the worst thing that you could be called mm-hmm. to be called like a gay man yeah. Um, so I'm, and I'll confess, it was like one of my trash moments. There was this dude, and he was kind of bullying me, and he was a little stronger than me, always touching me, and it was. I told you this story already, though. Mm. I'll tell you. I'll remind you who it is afterwards. But he pushed me like off this, like I don't know what I was standing on, like a ledge, and I was like, "Stop touching!" Like, and again, I understand this is trash. So don't be trying, like, "Oh, you trash." I understand it was like a middle school thing mm-hmm. oh I was like don't touch me I'm not gay like you stop touching me because in my mind even as a middle school kid I understood that by saying that I automatically <laughs> put myself ahead of that other person mm-hmm. no matter if they're stronger or better or more popular than me just by saying that and literally the guy didn't talk to me for like a few weeks like <laughs> no because it was like he was like I'm not talking to you um, because that's that, okay? that was kind of like the social currency and that's what kind of you were kind of encouraged to do um and it's only like recently that people are realizing like well not recently like but like in the last few years you realize that's mad and that's messed up mm-hmm. and i think it's a really a learning it was a learning experience to like look back at that because damn i did do that and there were other cases of me being trash in that way um, oh excuse me um, yeah but uh-huh that kind of reminds me like i'm thinking like between like high school and now i feel like in certain ways it's really terrible but then in certain ways as well it's like been it's been better because like you know like the whole black boy joy thing Mm -hmm. it's just you know black black boys being free free and they're just expressing themselves without trying to be too hard Mm so i don't know well, I don't know. I think this is something that's going to be ongoing. What do you think your... What recommendations do you have in terms of doing away with to- toxic and hyper-masculinity? Um, I or feel t- like some men just have to realize that they're doing it. So they have to acknowledge that it's a thing first? I mean, they have to, like... Since they always make this connection to sexuality, you have to be comfortable with being who you are. You got to be comfortable. Like, you, if you're straight, you know you're straight. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to prove to other people that you're straight? Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't have to do that. She don't want to be a woman. Yeah, like... Like, like, woman, like yeah. That's... Uh-huh. And then just realizing that, hey, what, what I did was toxic. Like, you realized that, you know, in middle school that what you did was kind of toxic, but it's just... It kind of saved your ass a little bit at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> it did, right? Like it was, like, in, but it was. It's kind of like the weird thing of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like you figure out, like, oh, I gotta assert that I'm a man in mm-hmm. some way, even though I might not be physically strong. Mm-hmm. But like that was again the worst thing you can call somebody. Right. So instantly by doing that, I took away, and there were people around, so it was definitely in my benefit mm-hmm. to like do that personally. Right. But using the rules of engagement at the time of what society was set set for. Mm-hmm. Um, so you say men should like be aware of it and like stop? <laughs> I mean, I feel like first it, it all comes from like self. You have to be comfortable mm-hmm. with yourself. Mm-hmm. Because like you shouldn't have to say no homo when you're eating a banana. Like my dad don't think about that shit when he eats bananas every goddamn day. Would, as a Jamaican, like, like bananas think are... About that shit. Are deeply connected to our history in Jamaica. Like, you don't have to say no like, more to that. That it's is fruit. so ridiculous. It's fruit. Like, it's something you're supposed to eat. Also, like, people cutting popsicles to eat them just doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, I saw that video. I'm like, do you have to do that? That like, is just, or no lollipop. Like, come on now. 
<laughs> like, like really? I can't eat my food in a certain way because it'll make me gay. Liking <laughs> other men makes you gay. I that's mean, it. but that's what makes you gay. Right. Not <laughs> um, anything else in terms of that before? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I think. I think for men, as a man, like you do have to realize how it is kind of structured. Like, but it is is like a self awareness thing because as long as you're not aware mm-hmm. or you refuse to acknowledge it, you're gonna keep doing what you're doing. Um, there's no one way to be a man is my biggest thing because not everyone's going to look like the rock, Dwayne, the rock Johnson or something mm-hmm. or have that kind of attitude or be like this heart like that. No one's going to be like Luke Cage or like, we all look different, act different. Some men work with their hands. Some men are blue collar. Some men are white collar. Some men don't work at all. Those things are all mm-hmm. possibilities. Like, so tying someone's masculine and I think also as in terms of defining masculinity as defining it for yourself instead of going off of societal society's definition because mm-hmm. society will tell you like no we need you to like be killing people and beating mm-hmm. people up like if someone if someone I don't know doesn't if someone looks at you too long you need to beat them down and show them like you're dominant yeah like, forget that. That's, like, not necessary. We are not in caves trying to fight for, like, a rat in the corner in winter. Like, we don't have to deal with that. And because of, like, these toxic ideas, like, that's why a lot of stuff is going on with, like, other marginalized people. Like, mm-hmm. LGBT people, women. Like, that's why we have to deal with so much stuff. Because men have perpetuated this idea of toxic masculinity and, and incorporated it into our society. So just, like, realize that, mm-hmm. and, like, when someone calls you out for it, listen, or when you learn something, I think it's also important when you learn something that you were doing in the past was bad, mm-hmm. like, take that and grow from it, like, because we all didn't know stuff was, like, at in middle school, mm-hmm. I didn't know that was, probably I knew, I knew what it was going to do, mm-hmm. but I also understood that in that moment, like, this is kind of what's expected of me in this era mm-hmm. to use to my protection. But, like, now I look back and I'm like, that was wrong. Along with other things I said and did and how I treated other people. Because I was so interested in proving my manliness because I was so already insecure about not looking manly enough. So, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not a man, so, like, I can't really talk from experience, but I could talk from, like, just viewing things. (laughs) But, um... Do you have any non-episode recommendations? Huh? Do you have any recommendations otherwise? Um, you have something else to say. I do. I thought you did. You're just like clicking your tongue like you have something to say. Oh no, I was just I had like a, a episode idea, so it's just like writing down like oh. stuff. So. Do you have anything to recommend? Uh, I don't think so. I feel like this week I just been like out of it. Like I haven't really been on social media. And the news kind of been slow, and mm-hmm. kind of just been like well, chilling. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really did too much, but uh, I don't think I have any recommendations. Castlevania, no. I mean, Castlevania definitely is a recommend. I mean, Kamani already recommended it like, like a, a long, year a year ago, a year ago, like literally. And I finally watched it last night. Well. I guess this morning. I got up at three o'clock. That's literally like an hour, though, right? What? Like watching it all, because like I the, think it, ha- it had like to be like two, two hours? hours. Nothing. That's nothing. It was nothing. That's something like okay. I was waiting for like the rest of the episodes to pop up. You know, Netflix uh-huh. the episode. And I'm just like, why did it just stop? And I thought it was something wrong with the web page. I'm like refreshing it. And then when I finally went on Google and Wikipedia said it was four episodes. I don't know, so I'm like, why the hell did they even set me up like this? I was so upset. <laughs> but it's a good show. Um, the plot uh, is very gory. Mm-hmm. It's very gory. I'm not a big anime person, but I, I like that show. I've, I've been trying to watch this other show on Netflix called Sword Guy. Sword Guy? Yeah. It's like apparently like the weapons... <laughs> They kind of become evil and like demons are in them and like all the souls of the people they kill are in them. And I tried to watch it. And it's Isn't just, that like kind of like a uh, 
Kingdom of Hearts kind of idea. Huh? Ain't that kind of like a Kingdom of Hearts idea? I have no idea who that is. Um, the video game. But it's like the actual sword. Uh-huh. So, like, the sword is evil. And then when you pick it up, it possesses you. Oh, uh, okay. And then if you allow it to use you too long, it turns you into this, like, mechanized monster thing. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Animes are weird. But Castlevania is actually really good. Yes. Yeah, pretty good. Um, there's a lot of non-normal <laughs> animes out there. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything to recommend. I did watch Justice League Dark, but that's, like, old. It's like a movie. It was pretty cool. Yeah. What what old thing I watched? I don't know if I mentioned it uh, here, but uh, I had watched Death Note again. Mm. Like the the whole series again. And it's just like, it's just so clever in just certain ways. And it's just like, he just was so evil. <laughs> he was so evil. Like the man killed him. He died in his face and he had a whole smile. Uh, like I love Death Note it's it's so good well thank you all for listening to this episode Uh, we thought it was going to be short but it was actually like an hour oh really yeah it's like an hour and seven minutes Um, make sure you follow us on Facebook at Drinking With Blurds on Twitter at Drinking W Blurds and at blog DrinkingWithBlurds.com thank you all so much uh, a sh- quick shout out thank you to Kiana for listening to us thank you to yeah she's been talking to me my friend Kiana mm-hmm. um, so let y'all y'all should let us know if you're listening have any ideas or want to be a guest we would love to have you and love to incorporate your ideas thank you all again and we look forward to having you back next time